This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, baby. Monster. Oh, I'm printing something out as we. I thought I'd get. I thought That's I'd get okay. done before we popped on the air, but it's just a printer. So who gives a rat? I don't care. It makes it sound like we're far more important than we are. Um, we're like a business center. Um, yeah. You are a monster. I said how excited I am that you and Don Shelby are going to be at the state fair, and he goes. Whatever, you are not excited about that. Whatever. Yeah, like, well, yeah, it was such a phony d- delivery. Oh, time of time. I'm so happy for you. I didn't Tom. even I go, oh, you that's did too. awesome. It's a disaster. It is awesome that you and Don Shelby are going to be at the state fair. Yeah, we should probably talk about that. Well, Rudy, you know more about this than anybody else. Yeah, so I was oh, chatting. He goes, yes, I do. Well, I do have, absolutely. I'm the one who said all this <laughs> stuff. literally just came and told yeah. us. So I, I, we had the idea, like last week I was talking to somebody from Hubbard, and they were talking about the broadcast, and I said, you know what would be great? I said, you know, it's been so long since Don Shelby has been out in, in the crowds at the State Fair. I was like, what if we can get him and Tom Two broadcasting legends on a stage, oh, middle of the state fair, go. 10 a.m., Saturday morning. And I, I emailed Don, and I said, what do you think? And, of course, I, I should grab my email and read you guys what he wrote me back because it is, like, the most Don Shelby fashion ever. Because he wrote something back like, this sounds like an exquisitely exuberant time. We said that two uh, radio legend deals or legends in the business, right? Yeah. Okay, you see, there's the wallet right there. <laughs> Gonna have to pay up for that one. Well, yeah, yeah right? I, I, trust me, because I was thinking about it. <laughs> you and, are such a monster today. And oh, they, a monster. Well, they have like so many dumb talent shows at the state fair, you know, like my old morning shows, like we're gonna do a lip sync contest. I'm like, what What are we, 12? This oh, isn't TikTok, God. you idiots. Yeah. And when I literally got, when I was talking to Amy Daniels last night, I got goosebumps just thinking about the fact that you and Don Shelby are going to be together on the same stage for one hour broadcasting live at the State Fair. It blew me away. It's going to be great. Can you imagine, like, the state, and especially that time with that crowd on a weekend, Dude, we're going to pack that place. It's going to be so... That's why I'm like, I don't even care if they're like, Brittany, you're not allowed to be on stage when they are and say, I understand. Yeah. Like, I understand. Like, that's so cool. You think that we're like blowing smoke up your ass, but we already have jobs. Like, you've given us jobs. We're fine. I'm going to fire you. Still, duh. And then rehire me. (laughs) You see this? Amy Daniels, I called her last night. She never called me back. So she's bullshitting with you. I don't even get a call back. Well, that's we're setting up the Don. Do you know how big of a deal it is to get John Shelby? No. I mean, there is. I'm telling you. <laughs> You're so casual about it to you. It's like, oh, Don's coming. Oh, okay. You know what's so great about that? And I want to. Uh, here's what I love about that half of Minnesotans that I hate. Okay. Goes, oh, my God. He's so conservative. He just has. First of all, I've never been ultra conservative anyway. I've taken some conservative views, some liberal views, all the rest of it. Yeah. Do you think people like Don Shelby would have anything to do with me if I were ultra conservative? Yeah. No, I mean, no, of not at all. Of course not. Of course not. So why don't people look at the facts and then shut their fat ass mouths and uh, move on with life? That's the part of Minnesota I, that I really don't like, that people will run their mouths. I am a... Look, I, I, I'll go down the list of them, just three of them. I could go down the whole list, but... There are no more liberal people in this state than Don Shelby, Chad Hartman. I can go down the... I love those people. The, those people are dear friends of mine. I adore them. I listen to them. So what I'd like now to do is fold up all TV and newspaper news and yeah. just rely on... Even ra- radio, too. Just rely on podcasting for your news. That's all I'm saying. Done. Right? I'm in. No, I, honest to God, Rudy, I can't tell you what this means to me because I, I literally... Okay, I'm going to get a little emotional here, but when he went through all those health problems, yeah. it was tearing me apart, man. When you can't, when Don Shelby can't talk, mm-hmm. yeah. what the hell kind of world is that to live in? I love that man. He's one of my favorite people, one of the smartest bitches I've ever met. Absolutely. You know, oh, yeah. Other than you and Brittany, of course. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, we're, sure. I'd be happy to be a close... Genius level. Third, fourth, fifth <laughs> under Don Shelby. Yeah. He was sitting here talking to me, Shelby. like... And he treats you like you are an equal, oh, yeah. which is oh, yeah. wild. Like, when I was here with him, I'm like, you can talk down to me. I'm fine with that. And he's like, no. Dude. I'm like, okay, I can't. He's so lovely. And He is a wonderful your man. Your guys' friendship is hashtag goals, adorable. 
Like it's, I said, I'm I got all the tears in my damn eyes because of you, Shelby. You pill. I hate we're you. We're gonna have so much fun. And I hate Shelby. A weekend, so maybe <laughs> Alex and the kids will come. Maybe I'll bring Go Go. Like it's gonna be such a fun day. God, your buddy Alex. Oh. When we were up north, she said I yelled at her about something. I believe it. She hasn't talked to me for a week. Oh, real? Okay. So now last night we sat down and was like, would you settle down for Christ's sake? I said, why don't you get a little more Scandinavian after marrying a Scando? Didn't she come into the show? Yeah, but she didn't talk to me. Oh, I'm sure she did. That damn pain in the ass. Fine. I, we hate Alex. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Enemy Don, number we one. We hate Don. We hate Alex. Um, we I, hate everyone. I messaged Alex last night about the throw-up <laughs> bowl, <laughs> and you guys definitely, she said you guys didn't have a designated throw up bowl but you had many throw up bowls we didn't ever have a bowl we had like an well i'll give you an example i already got a call from mike bilski this morning who said did britney's family ever hear of an empty ice bucket an like ice an ice cream bu- ice cream bucket yeah 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 that's what you throw up in i apparently i want to get Catherine on the horn <laughs> I want to call. Can Catherine call in today? Well, we'd have to do middays in order to get her up. <laughs> You're such sure a monster. Of, make sure she's out of bed. I know that's not true. <laughs> yeah, she's on the same schedule my daughter is right now. Yeah. <laughs> Come home at 11 and she's just like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, you still have crusties in your eyes. Like, yeah. you should be up like tending to the back 40. I love when people can sleep in. I find that, like, I don't know what it is, like a comfort thing. Especially a teenager. I we were ne- I never slept in as a teenager, and I just wish I could have. So I feel like, let kids sleep in. I'll tell you another great thing that happened last Because Dan's out of town, so Alex and the kids came over for dinner last night. You know, and Fawny and Ethan, oh, my God, those two get Those two adore one another. And then last night, they're all leaving. Sagey, five-year-old Sage, comes running over, gives me a hug, and gives me a kiss. It was the sweet... See, that's the kind of stuff, that's what life means to me. Not going through the news and saying, this person's horrible, and oh my God, we're all in danger. And everything's te- everything is not terrible. Open your eyes and look at a little five-year-old boy who kisses his grandfather goodnight. That's so cute. That's the real world, though, isn't it? Yeah, for me, I mean, yesterday yeah. we broke out the uh, splash pad and we put... Hey! Oh, it was awesome. There you go. We put- Did you vomit on that, too? No. She didn't, but we put out no, her you, little her. folding chair in oh, the splash see, pad. There you go. And then ah. she just corned it up going, you know, full shoulders, <sighs> just naked baby in a splash pad. Yeah. Naked baby. I feel, I feel like that's, that's my day-to-day. I, I have not watched the news lately. Are they still puking up all this? Everybody hates everybody and the world's coming to an end and everything sucks. There's a lot of silliness in the news today. Really? Yeah, there's actually some pretty decent stories out there. Oh, like it's good. it's free Slurpee Day at 7-Eleven. That was the because it's 7-Eleven today. And then oh, as I see? as I looked at the date today, I thought, oh my god, like we're already halfway through the year. Oh, it yeah. blew me away. Man. I'm I'm booking dates in like November. Ew. And I, I was like, that's gross. I don't want to be doing that. Ew. Back to school stuff is already out. Yeah. Well, yeah, school starts in two months. Yeah. Or a little under a little two months. Under I think yeah. Kinley's got six and a half weeks to go. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Let her sleep. <laughs> I always skip the first and last months of the year anyway. I would just go in and like, instead of going in in September, I'd go in in October and go, you ain't teaching me shit anyway, so I don't, I'm not showing up. Forget it. See, and nothing happened to you. Kids. Yeah. A guy I went to high to school, school with, uh, Santi Abadi. I'll never forget it. Santi used to show up his senior year of high school. He showed up every day at 9.15. Class, <laughs> class started at 7.45. But he showed up. He, we would be sitting in math class watching him walk into school. And he basically one day told the principal, because they were like, you have to stop coming in tardy. And he said, uh, he goes, why can't you get somewhere on time? And he said, I am proving to you that I can get somewhere on time, but not on your time, on my time. I will be here every day at 9.15, not 7.45. And they said, fine. And well, they let him come in at 9.15 every morning. Remember, that's what I did, too. I went to, I went to a home room and left. Yeah. That's got, it. You got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, you get your mark for the day. Can I get a bathroom pass? They hand you that, that long stick that had said bathroom pass on it. And then yep. you dropped it off in the hallway and off you went. And remember why they let him come in at 9.15. Because they still got their money for him being there. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's all about money. I mean, you look at these marches and parades, and it's, this is all about money. Look, God bless you. Make as much money as you can. But one thing I will tell you, I wouldn't start chirping too loudly about how much money you're making. Oh, we got this new contract, and I'm making so much money. What you basically do is inviting every scumbag on earth to reach out to you for a loan. Mm-hmm. 
So I would, if I were involved in any, well, I am involved in, in two unions, SAG and after. Well, they're all the same, just one union now, I yeah. think. But they were two separate unions at the beginning. Uh, so I've been a union guy my whole life. I'm not pissing all over unions. I'm just saying be very, very careful uh, chirping about how much money you make because the your dirtbag buddies will step up. Oh, you know, Tom, I really need your help. I think, shut up for Christ. Get away from me. Yeah. Nice shoes. I watched the uh, American Gladiators. <laughs> uh, I watched that American Gladiators documentary, and then I also watched. There was something else recently that I watched, and in both of these instances, they were talking about how little money, like the talent, was making. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, on the back end, you know, the American Gladiators thing—they were selling merchandise, millions and millions oh, of yeah. dollars of merchandise. Yep. Meanwhile, the Gladiators were making like sixty k a year. And I feel like every documentary you watch about somebody who does an endeavor like that, and they go. Us, the talent, were just getting totally hosed. Meanwhile, management was making a ton of ton of money. And as I was thinking about it, I thought, I feel like that's where I'm at in my career right now. I, I make nothing. Everybody else makes a ton. But on the back end is where you actually, because they talk about how we're doing fine now. Like They finally got like merchandise deals and stuff. And I feel like that's where I'm at in my career. And I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people get like angry about, I need to make money right now. No, no, no. You need to prove your worth. And then yeah, once you prove it, exactly then right. you finally make your dollars. Yeah. My advice to you want to make money, get off your ass. Thousand percent. I mean, I'm sorry, but, and I, I, I'm not chirping about what a wonderful man I am, but I learned when I was 11 years old to get off my ass and get a job. And uh, the only thing I didn't learn is. No, never mind. I don't want to say that. It sounds really, really bad. Uh-oh. One of my old bosses gave me a great piece of advice, and it was, let's not be in save a nickel mode. Let's be in make a buck mode. There you go. And that's I thought, exactly that's, I will always live by that. Yeah. Absolutely. So who was that that told you that? An old boss of mine. That's very smart. Absolutely. Very, yeah. very smart. Yeah. So we just uh, go through life. and uh, The one thing that I, that I don't like about business right now is there's no uh, communication at all. Things just happen, and there's no reason for them to have happened. And, you know, since I own half this show, the Hubbard owns the other half, I should probably know everything we're doing, don't you think? Yeah. I don't. I don't ever hear about any of this stuff. It you, just happens. You know your 50%. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm going to know their 50% real soon, <laughs> yeah, too. Which I'll you tell shouldn't. You that. Yeah. Jesus. I, I just, yeah, communication is. It's so funny because when you looked at, or I should say not you, when I looked at, at, uh, you know, the internet and all the rest of it, I thought this is really going to create some great communication. Exact opposite happened. We don't communicate at all anymore. Well, I think a lot of times the problem is, especially with big companies, is there's so much communication that then the important stuff kind of gets, like, buried. All of a sudden, I mean, I get a bajillion email. I'm not even, like, a business person, and I get a bajillion emails a day about, hey, do this, you know, mandatory program. Hey, this is what's the menu. Hey, this is the... Yeah. It's like, whoa, I don't even know what to do with all that. I know. You think it's a bad sign and on a Tuesday I've already talked to three lawyers before 7 o'clock in the morning? It's a very... Your friend group, your BFFs are very... First off, they wake up early. One of them was a friend of mine. The other two weren't. No, the other two were... Depends on what kind of lawyers. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Criminal lawyers, you might have a problem. Yeah, luckily, I, yeah, I'm not much of a criminal, i got to be honest. I'd be a terrible criminal. Oh, you know what? I feel really bad about stealing that money from yeah. you. Yeah, I could, never, I could never be a criminal. First of all, I'd have to admit to myself that I'm so lame, untalented, and stupid, I can't make my own money. I have to steal it from someone else. How do people that do that kind of thing live with themselves? Are know. they that dumb? I think they think that they're so, they're like getting things over on people. I think there's something that they feel like they're actually smart. Yeah, you but know anybody I mean? could do that. I know. You don't have to be smart to do that. You just have to be a crook. You just have to be able to like turn off your empathy brain yeah, yeah. completely. It's true. It's absolutely true. Look, like I said last night, I spent the, spent the evening with my wife, our daughter, her two children. I couldn't be happier. That's, yeah. I don't care about the rest of that stuff. I like coming in here and schmooze. I mean, let's be honest. We sit here and go blah, 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 and then we get a check. I'm like, come on. It's the best. Well, for you, you don't do a damn thing. I've I mean, that's made that very clear. <laughs> Except to interrupt. You're really good at interrupting. I literally feel like we are so stupid lucky. She ignored that. Did you see that? And <laughs> blew right past Just it. Just blew right past it's it. It's almost like I did it intentionally. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like that. There's no question. 
All right. So, no, I, I think that's absolutely right. Focus on your family. And if you don't like your family, then move and go somewhere else. But, uh, yeah, if, if you're looking at – don't – I literally watched the news this morning for about three minutes. And could you do two do me a favor? And I'm going to do my impression of the Fox News morning show. Uh-huh. So you two start talking to one another at the same time. You ready? At the same – okay. Yeah. Like a conversation or interrupting? No, interrupting each other, talking over each other. Okay, go. Okay, go ahead, Brittany. Well, I found myself in a... What'd you find? I found that there was money Well, I think you're both wrong because the thing about it is the whole three of them talk at once. Yeah. How in the hell can you not hear somebody else's talking? On television. Yeah. I don't know. I get distracted by the tan skin and the white teeth. I can never... (laughs) It's so bright. It's just like, could you guys bring down the HD just a little bit? I can't say it's too much on my brain. And then the... The audio version of it, you're right, where everybody is just talking at a loud level over one another. My brain is just goes, hey, 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 just turn it off. It's not, a, it's not worth it. There's a billboard campaign in town right now where the guy that's on the billboard, I swear to God, it depends on what part of town you're in, what ethnicity he is. His I'll, skin gets darker in some areas, sure. it gets lighter in others. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah, if you ever go to, yeah, I don't see it much in Minneapolis, but traveling around to bigger cities, I'll notice it a lot. Like when I go to Chicago, I'll be in a hotel room and I'll be watching TV, and then a, like a commercial for McDonald's will come on, and I'll go, I don't see any of those people on that commercial in my city. Where yeah. you, yeah, because yeah. they're just like it, it, it's amazing, like how uh, segregated that they make it nowadays. No doubt it's about very it. segregated. The internet has has literally pitted us against one another. Instead of bringing us all together with all this knowledge that's available to us at just a touch of a button, Mm -hmm. it's made it worse, not better. Yeah. Because there's too much money to be made. I mean, let's be honest. Everything is about money. It's money, 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 money. None of, nothing else matters. Yeah. You know, I grew up Catholic. They built a pretty damn nice house at the Vatican, I thought. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. You got starving Catholics everywhere, but you're living in about a $300 million mansion. Yeah. What is that? It definitely turns people off. I was a very religious. <laughs> turned reli- me off. Yeah, I was a very religious guy. In fact, I have a, yeah. I have a, a Jesus tattoo on my leg. Oh, let me see it. That uh, I got when I was like, because I was very much so into the church when I was like 19, 20 years old. Let's see yeah, if I can sure. show you guys. Well, that makes sense. Make, can you see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. my. Yeah. I never noticed that. Holy yeah. cripes. That's huge. Yeah. And I, uh, and it's, the, you know, now I'm 43. And somebody said to me the other day, they said, uh, I was kind of complaining about it, and they go, well, at least it's not like a Nazi tattoo or something. I said, at oh least my. people like Nazis. <laughs> people hate the church. Yeah, they do. do oh, you know you're right. Yeah, you're I was right. at the gym the other day, and just I could I could see some guy, you know, he had like half his head shaved, and he had like a mohawk, and then a bunch of, and he was staring at that tattoo, and I could tell like there was iron in his eyes. Like, how dare this guy have a Jesus tattoo? And I was like, trust me, man, I'm more on your side than the ta- side of the tattoo these days, but it's still there, and yeah, whatever. And, but I have a question. Just tell him, well, no, it's the guy from Grateful Dead. Not sure, Jesus. yeah. <laughs> yeah, long-haired hippie. No, uh, look, don't you think, well, I shouldn't put it that way. I'll just say that I think there has to be something bigger than me. Right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, okay. greater power for sure. Yeah. yeah, okay, so why do people fight against that? Do you really think you're the most important thing on earth? Well, really? You know, that's kind of the big premise in a lot of recovery places is finding an entity bigger than you, perspective. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. true. And it yeah. has nothing to do, You can. it's not God. It can be God, if that's what you want to call it. Or yeah. it can be, you know, trees. You can say that trees are my, you know, bigger than myself, my... Uh, you know, it's, it's it's whatever you want it to be. So I think you're right. Like finding whatever that is for you that you feel comfortable with yeah. is perfect. And Yeah, look at, let me put it this way. Uh, I've talked about this many times over my career. God is just a shortened version of the word good and de-evil, devil, de-evil, get it? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's evil and there's good. Uh, if, if that's what God is, then God definitely exists. The devil exists if that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't spend a whole lot of time focusing on the devil. I, and, and, you know, some days I wake up in the morning and I go, oh, my God, I hope you exist because I really need help. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Sure. Dealing with some of these psychopaths you have to deal with now. Yeah. No, I, I just, like I said, my, you know, my God is right now, my wife, my family, my friends, 
maybe you two will break the you know the door down someday, but you're not in yet. You know, it's one of those. You're such deals. a liar. You're, you're out of the circle, Fokker. <laughs> oh, I remember Fokker. <laughs> that was a great deal. No, I, be happy for Christ's sake. It's it's fifty. Well, here here's a good reason to be happy. A sunny morning, then clouds increase with a shower maybe in the evening. That's not. We need showers, so that's good. 78 for the high. Mostly cloudy, a few showers, low of 60. Partial sunshine, an afternoon shower again. Partly to mostly cloudy, uh, mostly sunny, excuse me. Partly to mostly sunny and warmer on Thursday with a high of 83. The weather's looking really, really good. Some A little shower action, not pouring rain. We need that to keep the, uh, you know, the plants growing. It is sunny and 68. Uh, 68. It's 58. I thought it said 68 for a moment. It's sunny and 58 as we speak. It's a little chilly. Yeah, it'll know. warm up quick. It will. It's, there are just way too many good things in life to be sitting around, wringing your hands, and trying to solve things you could never even think of solving by yourself. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Most of you, do what I did. Just drop out of school at 16. I'm a much happier person because I did. And I'm, very, I'm being very serious about that. If I had stayed in school, I'd be a completely different person and probably be not very happy. You know, it just wasn't for me. That wasn't your path. No, I, going to school was not my path. I, it just, like I said, I learned everything I need to learn by the time I was out of eighth grade. So I moved. That doesn't mean I'm a genius or anything. It just means I paid attention and we moved forward. And, and look, I, I related to some teachers. I'm not anti-teacher. I think some of these teachers are way out of line with this bullshit that's going on now. Uh, failing children because you don't agree with some of the words they use. Mm-hmm. How, how dare you do something like that? Yeah, it just seems so not what a teacher is for, like what a teacher stands for. And that's what the thing is. When you, know, when you have been around good teachers, my mom was an amazing teacher. When yeah, there been, you go. When you've been around good teachers, when you see a bad one or you hear something, you go, that is the opposite yeah. of what we're going for here. I, as I said, I went to, I went to uh, the wedding. Mm-hmm. Tino and Michelle Latieri's son, Vinny, got married over the weekend, and I ran into all these wonderful people that I know. Frank and Amelia were there and a bunch of people uh, that I really, really like. Angie and her husband, Tom, were there. Great, great people. I, I only went to, I don't go to, you know, the... Uh, the reason I don't go to receptions at weddings is because I was in a band, so I used to be at receptions like every weekend, Friday mm, and Saturday night. Yeah. And so I don't go to the receptions because I've been to so many of them in my life. But it's just being around so many wonderful people. You know, uh, Tino and Michelle were ecstatic. Louis and Francine. Francine's much too good for Louis, by the way. Let me point that out. Okay. It seems like a common theme with your friends. Sorry. It's really true. It's absolutely true. Oh, God, I better get moving here. But, yeah, I would, I'd like to kind of focus on the positives and everything's looking good and life is happy and wonderful. And, okay. Right? Let's do it. I mean, you've got to take care of business. I understand that. If bad things happen, take care of them. But this whole idea that, oh, my God, I'm wringing my hands because it's all coming to it. Just shut up. Make an effort. We have unfortunately been saying calm down around the cul-de-sac a lot, me and Priscilla, and we every time we do, we go, oh, no, we're becoming Tom. Calm down. Just calm down, everybody. Me and Priscilla <laughs> look at each other and go, oh, no, we're becoming Tom. That's not a good thing. Uh, thank you. It means you'll be waking up in the middle of the night terrified that you, you're part of the world. I'm too tired to do that yet. Oh, my God, I'm still part of humanity. How horrifying. <laughs> we have to take... <laughs> oh, you made me cough, damn it. I think I'm getting better, though. Yeah, you sound better, way better than yesterday. Yeah, because I was all plugged up yesterday. So I think, I think things are getting better, so that's good, wonderful. Good, 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 good. We'll be uh, right back right after this. Mike has an amazing offer for my listeners on Giza Elegance My Pillows. You will receive a Giza Elegance My Pillow for as low as $19.98. Regular price is $69.98. This My Pillow comes in four levels of support. You will also receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products such as MyPillow towels, mattress topper, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the Giza Elegance MyPillow for as low as $19.98 and use promo code TOM. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty, so you know it's going to last, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but we do need. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his Giza Elegance MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killabrew. 
Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. Boating season is here, and many of you will be hauling a boat to the lake this summer. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we encourage you to keep yourself and others safe by obeying the laws of the lakes. Keep in mind that children 10 and under are required to wear a life jacket at all times. It's also good to make sure everything on the boat is in working order before heading out into the water. Alcohol causes thousands of boating injuries every year. Remember that the captain is responsible for the crew and cannot be over the legal limit. And please, not only be aware of other boats in the water, but keep an eye out for water skiers, tubers, and jet skiers. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Please do your part to keep yourself and others safe on the lakes this summer. You can find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant and at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Mike Bryant, seeking justice for the injured. Working hard and going farther with Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite, to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite-flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite-flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, it is. Oh, is that what she sounds like? Because they called her yesterday and she never called me back, so I, I kind of forgot what Amy sounds like. You know what I mean? Is Amy going to be on the boat? I hope not. I'd have to throw her off for not calling me back yesterday. So dramatic. I think she lives on a dock slip, like right next to it, doesn't she? Does. she? Yeah. yeah. It's like she right does, there, yeah. right? Yeah, she yeah. just got that house. Oh, you can't make it. It's too far to travel. <laughs> right? I just love the fact, and I really do love the fact you know, I know Tom's coming, but I don't care about that. Is Catherine coming? It's like, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks I said that, you're saying? Everybody said it to me so far. But here's the thing. I hang out with you all the time. <coughs> and no, I like hanging out. Not hang- by my choice, believe me. I know. I like hanging out with you. You're on the fence about me. It's fine. <laughs> I, on the fence. I, um, I'm excited that Catherine's going to be there. I love hanging out with her. She's a wonderful person. There's no way to get her. I, she makes bad choices, like husbands and stuff. Oh, terrible choices. Terrible choices, but other than that, man, we lot we we dropped some cash in Vegas. Her and I. Oh well, thank you for tipping me <laughs> off to that. That's yeah. great news. It was a long time ago now that you can't refute the charges, so I felt comfortable to finally bring you it mean up. Dispute, not oh, refute. refute. Yeah. Was refute not a word? Yes, but it's not in, the, in that case. It's oh, okay. not. Well, I'm you just do shocked. that all the time. So I know I'm I do too. I mean, I. Know. No, I didn't say I did. I said you did. <laughs> I was trying to say I know I do. Refute could be what, prove that something is wrong. Yeah, to refute something. Yeah, but I said dispute refute. it. Refute yeah. would work too in this situation. Okay. Well, why are we oh, looking towards yeah, Why are you looking at me? I am definitely <laughs> we both not the guy. Him <laughs> I am definitely not the guy to be asking on this. Wouldn't you initially dispute it, and then if you had to do it again, you'd refute it? I think you can do either. I don't think there is okay. an order of because it just says refute, prove that someone Which is one, wrong. Wh- no, wait a minute. Which one are you, Miriam or Webster? Uh, Webster. <laughs> Brittany Webster. Brittany Webster. No, you're, you're refute. I, I suppose, I, you know what? 
the way people have massacred the language now in America, you can say whatever you want. It just, people say things to me sometimes like, what are oh, you talking about? You're the only one that call, you and Justin are the only ones that call me out because I use words wrong all the time. Everybody does. But I'm very confident and I'll say it and I'll walk away and live my life and I'll be like, that was not even real mm-hmm. words. But you and Justin will be like, wait a second. Let's dial her back. Did you just say this? And I'll go, My favorite so far, and it's only on our second day, one hour in, or not even half an hour in, I just just love the fact that you do the things that you do. It's amazing to me. Mm -hmm. I know it's about to be a huge compliment. (laughs) No, 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 never mind. I'll I'll tell you later. No, tell me now. I literally, okay, so Rudy puts together a good game show. And I really love, I told him after, I said, that, that sounded great. I love that kind of stuff. The game shows on the show and all the rest of it. Yes, sir. But I just love the fact in the game show. Okay, her father was Tony Curtis. Her mother was Janet Lee. And her name is, and you went, uh, 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 I said, you see, Lee and Curtis. Oh, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Jesus. I couldn't believe it. You got every hint in the world and you still got it wrong. I'm still disgusted that I got Mark Twain wrong. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about yeah. that one. Like, I read constantly. I read. I just had to buy a new Kindle that. because I threw my Kindle went through the wash because I... Oh, no. I know. I grabbed up, but it's Prime Day, so I'm going to buy it today. But I um, grabbed all my sheets and my Kindle's normally in my bed and I threw yeah. it in the wash. Wash that bad boy. Crushed. But I was... Mo- I thought about the Mark Twain thing since that game show happened. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis, meh. But Mark Twain, I couldn't think of. That's a tough one to miss. Thank you. Yeah. But you got it. Well, I said Mark Twain. I said, excuse me, Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn. It's not like I said the celebrated jumping frog. You know, like, those two books you should have known. Yeah. I know. And then, like, me and Emma talked later. We're both like, how did we not get Mark Well, but Emma's like... 13 years old. She literally so. probably did the high school reading a month ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was on a date one time with a girl who was like 26, and this was a few years ago. I think I was like 37, 38, and I brought up the movie Titanic, and I swear to God, she said, what's it about? Oh, my God. I said, the Titanic, that's the cruise ship that, that sank, and she goes, oh, my God, could you imagine if that actually happened? Oh, God. <laughs> i got to go home. I really do have to this head does- to Give you insight into the caliber of women that Rudy oh, is currently sure. dating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's painful, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not as painful as having, like, Kristen Bird on the show or anything like that. But, Nothing I mean, it's, like it's very, very painful in any case. But, uh, Kristen Burt posted a throwback video. Of? Of her teaching the Macarena, which is so funny, the idea that anyone needs to learn that dance. Oh, but I didn't get the copy of it. Huh? I have to show you. It's on social media. It oh, was. I don't go on social media. Yeah, I, I, during the break, I'm going to show you because then Kristen will still be here. You're going to die. She is a baby. And what is? what does you say something like, play that song? Like you rolled your tongue on something. Oh, yeah, like play the music, Senor Drew, or something <laughs> like, like that. Senor I don't know. Drew. It was so good. I didn't even know you were a racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was done, uh, I don't even know what year it was done. It was done so long ago when I was living in New York City. So that tells you how long ago it was. And this video, uh, it's called Drew's Famous Dance Party. So it's all like how to electric slide, hokey pokey, the chicken dance. And it did so well. I had like a running display for over two years across FAO Schwartz, which again, no longer exists, the toy store. For like two years. And I would get recognized all the time, all across the country and in Canada. People really? would be like, oh, my kid has this dance. Yes. And it's the cheesiest, most wholesome thing that you just sort of like, oh, my God, it's such an era gone by. It's so funny. How, does it let that, hey, welcome on. Is that what Yeah, nailing it. Oh, that was it. Oh, was that Macarena. I just picked that particular clip. I have not seen this this show in ages because it was on VHS, so it wasn't even never made it to DVD. Um, But someone was I I was doing an interview and someone asked me about it and I said I don't even think it's on the internet. I googled it and it popped up seven months ago. The full entire VHS tape is on there. All forty four minutes is on YouTube now. You know what I absolutely love about that? You just gave me the greatest memory. Thank you so much. Now, how long ago was the Macarena? When did it break? It was in the 90s, because I know they did it at the 96 Olympics. Mm-hmm. So it was like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So about, about not, 30 92, years. I think, was the year. So, yeah, 31 years 31 ago. 31 years ago, yeah. Oh, my God, that was 30. I, I got to go home. You guys want to hear the clip? Yeah. Oh, boy. So cheesy. Here you go. The Macarena. I can't believe this is still one of the hottest party dances around today. You bet. The Macarena took the world by storm and showed oh, no God. sign of slowing Did down. It is truly international. <laughs> I almost choked it. Oh, what? yes, I am here for you. You bet. Oh, <laughs> you bet. I almost I, choked it. Oh, she's so cute. Oh. And she's wearing, oh, she? like, khakis. Oh, you're so cute. All right, and sorry. The, and the best part, my co-host is Roddy Chong, and he is a musician, and he wound up, I don't know how we both got cast in this, but he... Um, has played with Shania Twain, Shadaisy. Um, he's part of um, ELO. Was it Electric Light Orchestra? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, he is really well known, and um, we've kept in touch all of these years later, and he's so sweet. So I just want to give him a shout out because we had great. so much fun doing it You're together because we were so young. You're so cute in it. You're That's adorable. terrific. I almost choked to death because of you. Okay, now don't take a drink. We got to listen <laughs> to the rest. I will not believe Okay, here's the rest of it sensation. The steps are easy, so come along and join us and we'll show you how to do it. Senor Drew, la musica, por favor! Oh, Let's get those hips moving. In five, six, and fours. Right hand. Left hand. That's her whole part. Right hand up. <laughs> Left hand up. I watched this like yeah. five times yesterday. I was like, slay, full this, slay. This looks I like have, the, you know, obviously there are more clips, and everyone's like, will you please put up more? I'm like, I will. I don't want to like bombard the internet with this, <laughs> but I will put up. A, you know, I'll put up a poll and see if people want to see the electric slide or the hokey pokey or whatever. All right, Maybe I got to tell you clip. two things. Okay, about that song. This is many, many years ago, and I can't. Well, I'll, I'll get as far into it as I can because I can't identify who the ex person was. But I had a friend I grew up with, and he ended up joining MS-13. You guys know what MS-13 is? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So you, do you women know what MS-13 no, is? I don't. Uh, it is a very, very violent gang. Oh. Right? So I asked him about the Macarena. So I would have been, you know, about 30 years older. I don't know how old I was. No, older than that. But I asked him about I said, I won't say his name because I don't want to identify him. Because there's, a, there's a, actually a good tag on the end. This has nothing to do with it, but it has something to do with MS-13. Because they started tagging everything in North Minneapolis. They would tag sides of buildings and this, that, and the other thing. So I asked my buddy, who was an MS-13, <laughs> I said, what do you think of this Macarena? And he replied, just like this. This is some goddamn white people shit. <laughs> sure was. It was it at every bar mitzvah yeah. you go to, you do the macarena. So then I told that story years ago on the queue, and we had a guest on. He said, That's what it is? And I said, What do you mean? He goes, It's MS 13? And I said, yeah, why? What'd you think it was? He goes, I swear to God, I thought that was Minnesota School of Business. Oh, because of the B. <laughs> the 13 oh. turns into a B. That's hilarious. Yeah, they're tagging Minnesota School of Business yeah. everywhere. It's, it's unbelievable. great marketing. <laughs> great yeah. marketing for us. You can start your career in a violent gang anytime. <laughs> right now, MS-13. So you guys do, do agree that that was... White people shit. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's for sure. Yeah, still is. So. We'll still pull yeah. that out. He was not happy yeah. about it. I will tell you. Like, that. The music is like very like, oh, yes, you know, got the whole Latin flow. But then we do these stiff arm movements yeah. so we feel included. And the most simple beat is clearly like <laughs> yeah. one and a two and a three and a four. Otherwise, we can't handle anything complex. Yeah, it's like pickleball and white lotus. It's super white people stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pickle, you think pickleball is white people stuff? Oh, I, I don't think you could get any whiter. I, the yeah, maybe. Yeah, it is the whitest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. yeah. It's fun, but it's very, very white. Yeah. I've only, I, I've never really played it. I kind of volleyed with Catherine for a bit once, but it seemed like it'd be fun to do. I thought you had pickleball shoes. We went through this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, she bought, she bought them for me, yeah. I haven't worn them yet, but. So you've played like once, but you wear your pickleball shoes well, everywhere? we actually didn't even play. We just volleyed for a while. So we didn't actually play yet. 
So you're a poser. You're a pickleball poser. Oh, my God. You're a poser? A pickleball poser. What could be? PBP, baby. Pickleball poser. Pickleball MSB poser. and PBP and all the, yeah, whatever. Pickleball poser. I can't, believe, I can't believe you're doing this to the pickleball community. Ruining it for them by yeah, getting involved. Cultural, Representing them. Cultural yeah. appropriation, what someone would say. Pickleball appropriation. So it's a honky deal, though. Yeah, you, I think yeah. you would love it. Does anybody know where it was invented? No. Pickleball? I have no idea how it started. I know everybody's into it. I feel like it was either the suburbs of Chicago or Vermont. I, f- I thought I heard something about really? it. Yeah, and they named it after the dog because the oh, dog Pickles was named dog. Pickles. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. I had heard Gosh, that. Gosh, it feels like a Vermont thing because paddle, beach paddle <laughs> ball is a big thing in New England. <coughs> Excuse me. And I feel like paddle, beach paddle ball is very similar to pickleball. It just takes beach paddle ball and takes it onto the tennis court. I, um... I'm going to have to cut some of the stuff out of this, but it's gotten to the point where I just don't know how much longer I can take it. I, I do have to start playing it. But I called a friend of mine. His first name is Doug. That's all I'll say. And I said, what are you doing? He goes, I'm at the airport. I said, you're at the airport. Okay, that's great. Uh, it wasn't here. He was in another state at the airport. And I said, so uh, what, are you going on vacation or something? He goes, no, 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 I got a big tournament coming up. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, I play pickleball. I said, yeah, I heard you're playing pickleball. You, you're playing a tournament? So why do you have to fly somewhere? The pickleball tournament was in Croatia. Dang. Oh, what That the? sounds like fun. <laughs> what? I don't even play pickleball, but I'll go to Croatia for that. <laughs> so there, I didn't, so it's all over the world. I didn't know that. My parents, <laughs> like, was it maybe six, seven years ago, built a pickleball court at their cabin. And I remember being like, this is insane. Why are you doing this? We have the most fun playing it. Because anybody right here, yeah. yeah, anybody can come and play. It's not like, because I play tennis, and you have to have years of playing, you know, to actually be in the game for tennis. Yes. But yes, pickleball, anybody can come visit, and it's, it's you, they can do it. And we do these fun tournaments. I have to absolutely eat my words. It's the most fun thing. I'm so glad that they built that little court. When are you going to Croatia? I wish I heard it's beautiful to hear. go visit there. That's what I hear. But I haven't talked to Doug since he went over there, so I don't know how he did. Or maybe he won the tournament. I don't know. Do what make- do you win for pickleball? Like a I trophy, money? I, I have no idea what a the cro- deal is. A delicious Croatian meal? I'd be up for that. Yeah, what yeah. is a, a delicious Croatian meal? I don't know, but I'm all for it. Probably seafood, right? Like... Yeah, they are in the ocean. Oh, I got a list of it, and I can't pronounce any of this, so yeah, I don't know well. why. I, it's yeah. Well, we used to have, uh, you know, being somewhat kind of Croatian, we had uh, uh, baklava was ba- a big thing. Baklava, not baklava, baklava. Oh. There's a difference. Baklava. So baklava is the like the, the treat. It's like a good, yeah. It's like a, a oh. dessert, but baklava is. Potatoes and cod and oil and salt and garlic, Ish. and it was just like throwing together back in the day because that's all you had. Right. It was potatoes, right. cod, because it was all cheap. Yeah, but yeah, it kind of became. And I only eat it once a year, and I love it one time a year. But if I were to just like bring it to a barbecue in the middle of July, people would go, "What the <laughs> yeah. hell are you doing, dude? Why would you bring this <laughs> bring bowl boat. of smell? That's gross." <laughs> bring it on the boat. But in the middle of winter, there's nothing better than potatoes. Yeah, that's like yeah. We buttery. eat it at Christmas. Yeah, and yeah, I was gonna say a lot of butter, right? Like. Like they put in a lot of butter. No? no, just oil. Yeah, oil, potatoes, cod, garlic, and salt. That's right. it. Just the three. You know, really, really good. Show you what a ghetto boy I am. Grew up the way I grew up. All the rest of it. Now I'm not talking about shrimp and you know crab and all that stuff. I'm talking about fish. Yeah. Right. The only fish I will eat is tuna, and it's got to come out of a can. No. That's a true story. I love tuna I'm not in going a can. to lunch. I do too. I, I hate it. tuna in a can and uh, I hate mayonnaise. I cannot even look at yeah, mayonnaise. I'm not a big mayo guy either. That just gives me so much insight of how you were raised. Oh, we had to survive off tuna fish. <laughs> yeah. And we loved it. Did like, you get the three stack? Oh, were, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I, I brought a pouch of it here yesterday. I got sent to okay. school with cheese and crackers because that's all I wanted and like fruit. <laughs> you are such a little monster. I could just I see was, you with your little bag of cheese and crackers and i'm like i wanted charcuterie before it was cool oh my god get off the show just for that (laughs) charcuterie oh actually we do have to take a break so yes get off the show but come back in a couple minutes all right we'll be right back right after this
You have to. Mike has an amazing offer for my listeners on his Giza Elegance My Pillows. You'll receive a Giza Elegance My Pillow for as low as nineteen ninety eight. Regular price is sixty nine ninety eight. This My Pillow comes in four levels of support. You'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as MyPillow towels, mattress toppers, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the Giza Elegance MyPillow for as low as $19.98 and use promo code TOM. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty, so you know it's going to last, a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but need. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his Giza Elegance MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. It's difficult to put in words the relationship that we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals, and they've been our partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us. For information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Boating season is here, and many of you will be hauling a boat to the lake this summer. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we encourage you to keep yourself and others safe by obeying the laws of the lakes. Keep in mind that children 10 and under are required to wear a life jacket at all times. It's also good to make sure everything on the boat is in working order before heading out into the water. Alcohol causes thousands of boating injuries every year. Remember that the captain is responsible for the crew and cannot be over the legal limit. And please, not only be aware of other boats in the water, but keep an eye out for water skiers, tubers, and jet skiers. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Please do your part to keep yourself and others safe on the lakes this summer. You can find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant and at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Mike Bryant, seeking justice for the injured. Working hard and going farther with Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Got a text from a friend of mine, an African-American, that he is, can't identify him, but he said, you should always have Kristen play the Macarena before she does a report, because that's all white people shit anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I have a great life, don't I? Yes. (laughs) I I have a wonderful life. I shared her video on our Instagram stories, so if you want to check it out, it's just... La musica, por favor. Hi, I'm 12 years old. How old were you? I was a lot older than that, but... 13. (laughs) What? 13. Yeah, exactly. So, no, where where was that broadcast, or was it just in-house? Um, it was, a direct sale, direct VHS sales. Oh, okay. And it was sold, like, we had cut out figures of ourselves. Um, one of the dances... Was like hands up, baby, hands up. Do you guys remember that one? Give me your heart, give me, give me. Maybe it was like an East Coast thing. Yeah, bro. Anyway, it was us doing like the hands up dance, like as cardboard cutouts. And so when you would walk into FAO Schwartz in New York City or anywhere across the country, you would see us in our like little positions. Fun. Very sweet. It did really well for quite a few years. And so it was like my little calling card for a while. It's so funny. You were a very cute kid. In New York City, though. You were were a very cute little kid. Yeah. Thanks. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, what's going on in Hollywood? Anything good? Ah, uh, um, well. Ah. Uh, oh well, there's there's two things, but two major things. But uh, let's get started on um, Barbenheimer. Does everyone know what Barbenheimer is? No. Must be the weekend where Barbie and Oppenheimer are opening the same weekend? Oppenheimer, yeah. Oppenheimer? So it's uh, one of those situations where people are buying double feature tickets. They're going to spend over five hours at the movie theater on July 21st. And they're going to go see Barbie and they're going to go see Oppenheimer because it's going to be such like an epic movie day. Now, what is Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer is Christopher Nolan's new film. Um, that's about the scientists that created the oh, atomic bomb. Yep, Robert Downey Jr.'s oh, okay. in it. I will tell you, it is three hours, so oh, that'll God. probably deter you. I still Barbie is just under two hours. I still have not seen John Wick four because it's three hours long. Uh, but you can you can watch oh. it at home now. I know, but it's just three hours. I somebody told me like a hundred and twenty people get shot in that movie. Yeah, yeah. There's that's like true. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you, you know, maybe watch like an hour and a half, take a break. Yeah, a maybe meal, that's what I'll back, do. Watch the other half. It's it's easy to get through. Any of you hun yucks watch Nefarious yet? No. You got to watch no. it. I'm telling you, it's very well acted. The act, I don't care if you don't like the movie, you don't like the writing, the acting in it is brilliant. Really I good. I didn't watch uh, that, but I did watch Champions last night with Woody Harrelson. It's kind of like the oh, yeah, yeah, Mighty yeah. Ducks version of Special Olympics basketball. Right. Two hours long, and oh. it just it drug that last twenty minutes. I, I fell asleep on. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm so tired, I can't do it anymore. Fun movie, great, cute. I mean, they filmed it in Des Moines. There's a couple spots. I was like, oh, I know that place. But for the most part, uh, I mean, okay. after two hours, I was just like, I, we got to go to bed. I yeah. can't do this anymore. Yep. Rudy, I heard earlier that you watched Muscles and Mayhem. Did you enjoy it as much as I did? Loved it. It's so good. And the people in there, here's the thing I took away from that is everybody that was on American Gladiators, usually when you see people from the 80s, they do like a, you know, a tell all about what life was like on their show or their movie or what it was like to live in the compound. Everybody looks terrible. Everybody from American Gladiators has held up very well. Everybody they looks are, tough. Yeah. They look good. Yeah, they all look great. Like and the women don't have like the sort of hang up about being there was one gal on there who talked about after she left American Gladiators, she was a little more buff and she cut her hair very short and she said she felt like a boy for a while. But other than that, everybody is like very proud of like the physiques that they had, like where they came from, what they're doing now, where most of the time you look on the backside of it and there's always one person who is super disgruntled and still hanging on to that anger. But everybody's yeah. like very proud of the work that they did on American Gladiators. And they were also very open, which I appreciated. And I think it's probably why the documentary or docuseries works so well on Netflix is that they were open about the steroid use, the drug use, the sex, like everything that was happening behind the scenes. They were very honest about it instead of just being like, oh, I don't want to talk about the steroids. The, the roid rage that was going on behind the scenes was legit. And it was why sometimes people got fired or why right. there were fights. And uh, I, I loved that sort of open, refreshing take of like, we're not going to hide this from anyone. Many, many years ago, I was approached uh, just out of high school, actually, by a guy who said, we need to get you on these. It's a new deal. It's called steroids. I said, Tom, I can get you up to 315 pounds of muscle in a heartbeat. Can you imagine me on roid rage? Oh. In a roid rage? Thank God you oh did it. Oh, my God. Can you? I would have killed somebody. You would have for sure killed somebody. Plus, like, <laughs> just like long, life longevity. Oh. On roids, especially that early on when there was just like, it's just, I'm sure, just crazy. Oh, my back God. Knee you get. You get tons of back knee. Yeah, oh, oh. oh, yeah, your whole back is pimples. Yeah, whole it's thing. really gross. As a matter of fact, at the I very end. I dated someone that was toying with roids, and I was like, oh, God. Ew. What were you doing on his back? Do <laughs> You don't see Catherine's back ever? Yeah, a lot of times when I ask her a question. Exactly. <laughs> I see the back of her head, then her back. and Now, at the very end, before you go, I, I, I want to get back to steroids because, you know, I just lost a couple of really good friends to roid, uh, roid death in the last few years. It's, uh, man, I'm so glad people have gotten away from that. Most people, anyway. What is the mechanism? Like, what? You know how like it'll never they'll never say on their obituary like died of steroid use. What is the like organ that gives out? Your heart blows heart, up. Literally. Heart, your heart like, can't handle. Blows up. So it's your heart failure. Ugh, it's terrible. 
Yeah, and, but it's it's interesting because it was also kind of of the era of Arnold Schwarzenegger. You yeah. had the yeah. big action stars, um, Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, all of them at the time were. I mean, and I think I don't think Sylvester or Bruce Willis have admitted to doing roids, but Arnold Schwarzenegger certainly has. Sure. And it it in this era of like superheroes and things like that, where these guys bulk up, um, it's called like the Hollywood actor's dirtiest secret. They're using something to yeah. bulk up, especially yeah. when you're over like 35, 40. Men cannot easily bulk up like that. So whether they're taking the human growth hormone, uh, whether they're taking steroids, they're doing something to supplement all of the raw eggs that they're eating. On a, yeah, but I will tell you this, what really drew a lot of people in, because they didn't know at first it was going to end up killing you, because that's what it, it, it did. Well, instead of doing it at the end, I'll do it very quickly right now. I'll just shoot through it because Hawk and Animal, they did a, a deal on Vice Television. And Hawk and I, Animal and I were really, really good friends, especially Hawk and, and me. Well, actually, Hawk and Catherine were really good buddies because all they ever did was argue, <laughs> which was phenomenal. But uh, they talked about steroids and that whole situation. They both got gigantic on steroids. And there is a point in the film where Animal, who just died uh, almost three years ago now, he died, uh, Hawk died many years ago at 46 years old, mm. and then Animal died three years ago. There is a video of him in the ring, and they weigh in before the thing, and the guy he's wrestling weighs 400 pounds, okay? Mm-hmm. And this guy is just one gigantic muscle. Uh, in the wrestling match, Animal picks him up and presses him over his head. Jesus. This guy weighs 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy, well, so you've been around it, I bet. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a certain gym I work out at. That, in fact, my daughter asked me last night because we were watching. There's a new documentary called Bigorexia. Yeah, and yep. it's all about people with body dysmorphia. Right. And between between the Bigorexia, the American Gladiators, and then watching the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary, yeah. my daughter's like, "You are watching a lot of dudes that are all super jacked right now. What is going on here? Should I be concerned, Dad?" Yeah, and I'm like, "I'm just, I'm very interested in it because I had a family member that was really into bodybuilding when I was young, and I always looked up to him, and I was like, I got to be like that guy. So when I turned 13, you know, I was a, I was a fat kid, and then I could hit the gym, and then I just got, I, I was in the best shape of my life, and then it all went away." You know, I have, you have a kid, and all of a sudden yeah. you start sitting around. And yep. I'm like 28. I'm like, why are my boobs jiggling again? <laughs> like I've, <laughs> I haven't seen this since you know, like uh, you know, it's fifth grade. But I, you know, there is still a part of me that is hopeful at you know 43 that I can get back into the second best shape of my life. But every time I, I'm great Monday through Friday. But boy, Saturday rolls around, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, we're gonna go to the brewery, and then we're gonna sit and you know, yep. hit the taco truck, and then it all goes away." So it is true. Nitro talks about that too. He got a boob job. He got a boob reduction. Yeah. For from all the roids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, that yeah, absolutely. But anyway, right. yeah, I highly recommend if you watch American Gladiators, even just for a second, that docu series, you'll fly through it. I, well, I, I I think I will watch that. Where, where is it? Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. It is on Netflix. All right. Netflix. Netflix right now is killing the game when it comes to documentaries, docu series. They also have a really great. It's about an hour and a half um, about Wham! Hated documentary. It. Oh, I hated it. I can't. Oh, I could it? not. I I yeah. Because here's what they do. They here, First off, Wham!'s music is awful. Their music is so no, bad. it is so 80s pop. That's it? why it's bad. It's so bad. That's Their music good. sucks. That's what makes it, it, it encapsulates the 80s. It is fabulous for that. What What is it? Like, do they have a big hit that I'd know? Yeah, you know, wake me up before you go, go. Hanging on my yo-yo. Now, do I think that George Michael is incredibly talented? Absolutely. Oh, One it's of, Wham! is George Michael. George Michael, oh, yeah. Okay. And Andrew okay. Ridgely. They were a duo, and okay. then they broke up. So it, it covers their rise right until George Michael breaks off for his solo career. And the one thing I love about what they did, though, is at the end of their career, when they decided to part ways and just go do different things, 
is they didn't drag it out. I've seen Kiss on the Farewell Tour 37 times. <laughs> Wham was like, we're doing one show, Wembley Stadium, we're done. And they went out and they played one show and they sat out there for three hours and worked their asses off. And at the end of it, they ran around the stage together, holding hands, waving to the crowd. And then they went off into the sunset and George Michael went on to do what he does. And right. Andrew left and did what he did. And there was none of this dragging it out, trying to make more money out of you guys. Right. Gonna, yeah, that was the one thing that I really liked about it. But after watching it, because I was very fascinated with the story, is I realized their music is terrible. And people Away went nuts for it. Go, oh, I go. love it. But, you know, <laughs> maybe this is a girl story. Maybe this is why <laughs> I loved it. And, and what I, I love, too, is that Andrew Ridgely's mom had saved so many of, you know, she'd done scrapbooks of their career, oh. so she had all the clippings. And what's cool about it is that they both narrate it, so you do get to hear George Michael's voice in all of this. They're obviously using archive footage because he passed away in 2016, but you kind of get really? to hear both of them telling their story. That was that long ago, 2016? Was. He died on Man. Christmas Day, How 2016. Did he, die? he died of a drug overdose? No, they said they said natural causes. Well, he's like forty. No, he was in his fifties, I think, at the time. I want to say. Yeah. Still. But I don't know. Speaking of Christmas, that last Christmas, that is the worst Christmas song last that is. Christmas. Give you my heart. So dumb. <laughs> it's so bad. Give it away. I don't know, man. No, it's awful. And the music video to that, when they go up okay, to the last Christmas, they... though, is like, um, it makes me feel like I'm in a mall in the ni- like 1986. But. Freedom is such a good song with all the supermodels in the video. Yeah, no, they do have a couple of good songs. Like, yeah, uh, yeah so Freedom is a good song. And in fact, as a pop song, I don't even mind Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. But the rest of it, oh, the, the, the. Oh, he's dancing again. What's the matter with you, boy? Huh? Where you going? Why you mad? Uh, uh. Like, what is this? I don't know that at all. What is that? I am the man. Yeah, see, it's just, it's nothing but garbage. It's so classic. Yeah. I'm glad I stayed with R&B the whole time. Yes. I'm really happy about that. Here's the thing about R&B. If you listen to an R&B song from the 1960s, you could not tell if that was written in 1962 or if that was written a week ago. I I agree. Every song Wham! has is either January 1st of 1980 up until December 31st of 1989, and there's nothing in between. That's everything in the 1980s. And that's why it sucks. It's so bad. All that stuff that came out of Minneapolis is garbage. Oh, it's so bad. It was so bad. It's so bad, but it's good. Do you know what I mean? There's a place for it. Not at all. If you're like pumped. If I'm like pumped and I'm wearing like really cool biker shorts and I jump in a cool like convertible, like that seems like the that's the move, right? Like it is. Like there is a moment for 80s music. It's not it, I mean and it's literally it's it's bubblegum. It is like super simple. But it really I I don't know, it just gives you it puts you in a good mood. When Jeff Passolt used to be on the morning show with me, uh we used to go out and maybe have a couple of pops and do a lot of karaoke, right? Uh, you guys ever do karaoke? That's yeah. amazing that you would, guys would do karaoke. Oh, we'd, well, we'd always You know, Passhold's a damn good singer. But yeah. the one song that I loved, because, you know, my testicles dropped when I was like nine. Mm-hmm. But I got to the beginning of I called you today for a bit of bad news. That was what, the Manhattans? <laughs> you never heard that song? I don't think I have. Oh, no. yeah. It's, Kiss and Say Goodbye is the name of the song. Okay. I called you here today for a bit of bad news. And I was hammered at the time, so I really got into it. I really overplayed the role, if you know what I'm I saying. I would love to see that. I would love to see... We should go see... do karaoke sometime. Oh. They still do it? Yeah. I don't oh, yeah. know. Oh, I really? did it a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's fun. I, I thought it was a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. It was an engagement party, too, that we did it at. It was so oh. fun. Did you find it? Oh, you got to definitely hear it, because the guys were... I called you here today. He's got a very, very deep voice. It's really, really cool. In any, as the Manhattans kiss and say goodbye is the song, which is very cool. Musica, por favor. Oh, so I thought that would cue up the exact song. No, he's listening to it right now, I think. It's at the very beginning of the song when he talks. And then the guy starts saying, he goes, I had to meet you here today. Oh, I think it's time for a karaoke jam session. I think so. Here we go. This has got to be the saddest day of my life. Whoa. Yeah, baby. 
I called you here today for a bit of bad news. I won't be able to see you anymore because of my obligations. Whoa! What? The ties that you have. You're married? We've been meeting here every day. And since this is our last day together, now listen, this is the big part right here. Just one more time. When you turn and walk away, <laughs> don't look back. Don't look back. I want to remember you just like this. Let's just kiss and say goodbye. Well, here comes the singer, baby. Castle. To meet you here today. He would hit that? Oh, I can hit that. You did kind of hit that. I can hit that. But I used to love that. Now, you have to picture me about 90 beers in yeah. and really overplaying the role. I love it. I way overplayed that role when we did that. So I just picture you and Passel in those blue leisure suits these guys are wearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when was that song from? It was like 40 years old. Uh, let's see if I can find it. It looks like it's about 40 years I old. Let me see if is. I can find it. I bet there's got to be a, a date on it. That is a very peculiar karaoke song. It was a huge hit, too. That I mean, song, when it came out, was a huge hit. I love that, that it was your guys' karaoke song, but that is like, hey, let's tempt fate. Like, you mm -hmm. actually have to hear me sing. 1976. Honest oh. to God, it's almost 50 years old? Mm -hmm. Holy Christ! God, that time flew by, didn't it? The lyrics... Time flies by. The lyrics are done in a way where it's like, yeah, I am breaking up with you, and I have been cheating on with my, you know, on you're my mistress. Yep. But he says it in a way where you're like, all right, let's just <laughs> let's yeah. just do this. Let's just yeah. let's just screw around one more time. I, I, I kind of want him to be like, I know it's been a bad day, baby, but you know how you co-sign on that loan with me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not paying it off, baby. I'm not paying I'm not it off. This was actually on you. <laughs> <laughs> so why didn't anybody tell you at a young age you never co-sign with a man? Before, by the way. <laughs> I've definitely heard that, and not from the Manhattan. Sure. Oh. <laughs> A co-sign on the loan. You have to pick it up now. He should tell me all our bad news, like, Brittany, there yeah. is not a job mm -hmm. opportunity for you here Brittany. at Hubbard. Please Brittany turn in your you, keys. called you here today for a bit of bad news. This will be your last appearance on the show. And I'd go, yep. <laughs> yep <laughs> okay. All right, let's get back. 50 years almost. Mm -hmm. oh, I can't even believe that. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.